0: Welcome to the Walk With Me podcast. I'm Pastor Stephen Bond from Divine Church in Chapel Hill, Tennessee, and I am so excited that you are walking with me. What that means is we are walking together through God's Word, just about three chapters a day, and uh, you're going to get the most out of this if you read these chapters independently and then listen to the podcast, but they're going to be short, 10 to 15 minutes each day so that you can listen to it at the start or the finish of each day, and I believe that it'll bless you as it's blessed. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. Today's passage comes from Psalm 53, 54, and 55. Give me just a little bit of grace this morning in my voice. Um, the Lord is doing a healing work in my voice. I totally lost it, and it's just Actually, coming back pretty quick, I was going to take a few days off to let it rest to try not to give you guys a raspy podcast, but um, I think I'm going to, I feel like I can just power through it, so hopefully you can power through it as a listener as well. Um, Psalm 53 is, uh, is a really awesome psalm, and it's interesting because it's almost the same psalm as number 14. And um, it's kind of believed that these would be um, kind of maybe like alternate. There's almost an alternate version. Um, it's it's like it's like the acoustic version. You know, when you listen to a song, it's it's like almost a different version of Psalm 14. You have to compare them on, on your own, but they they have a few differences. But you know. It's uh, anytime the Bible repeats something, and and that happens often. You know, when you look at the Gospels—Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John—you're reading the same story four times, but you're reading it through four different perspectives. And some of the stories are repeated in there uh, once or twice, or there's there's some select stories that are repeated in all four Gospels. And I've always felt like. If the Bible is repetitive of something, it's because God really wants to minister it um, to, to, to the reader, to us. And so in Psalm 53, uh, I, I think we should listen closely because it's the second time we're kind of diving into this scripture. So the first verse says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt doing abominable abominable iniquity there is none who does good god looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand who seek after god and i think that's a beautiful reminder because people forget that the whole purpose of life is really that we would seek god it is it is not that we would do good things OK, it's not that you're going to start a nonprofit and start doing charity and that you would support our troops overseas and you would send them bread baskets and that you would make a financial donation to, uh, you know, uh, wounded warriors or dogs that don't have homes or, uh, you know, you know, whatever, you know, vegans that don't have enough vegetables to eat, you know, all these different Things now. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really good charitable organizations and nonprofits, and just like some of the ones, minus the vegan one and maybe the animal one <laughs> that I mentioned. I would personally think it's a great idea to support them, but it still isn't why God put you here. Okay, it's not about doing good things. It's about seeking God and doing His things. Now, sometimes and oftentimes his things are very good things, but only in seeking after him can you know what you should support. Because I might just be stretching out on a limb here to stereotype you as the listener today, but I would imagine that your money is a limited resource in your life. I don't know. Some of you guys may feel like I've got all the money that I I just can't hardly ever spend it all. It's so, it's so limitless and some of you guys probably have limited time or you just maybe you just sit around twiddling your thumbs all day don't know what you're going to do with yourself you know you have limited resources and so and we all have limited amount of years on the earth none of us have can have any confidence that we're going to live a very long life 100 years or more and so that being said That's why we must put our highest focus on seeking God more than doing good. Because in the seeking of God, He can reveal to us the good that we need to do. And honestly, I might just be stepping on a toe or something, I'm sorry, but I have known people lose their whole lives trying to do good. And honestly, they haven't done very much of anything. Because until you're making a kingdom in impact, you really ain't doing nothing. Okay? I'm just being honest. I mean, I've known people, they want to serve 50 hours a week at the local animal shelter. You know, well, it's like, well, good for you that you're not on drugs, but you still ain't doing much with your life. Because God's got a kingdom plan for you. And until we're talking about souls getting saved, Until we're talking about people knowing Jesus who don't. Until we're talking about people being discipled and being raised up in the Lord, then we're really not doing much good with our lives. That's great if we can get a well out in Africa where they don't have any drinking water, but it's pretty useless unless we put it there in Jesus' name. Because those people, while I I want them to have a drink just as much as you do, I want them to know the well that never runs dry. And so we need to be doing our work in the name of Jesus so that those people don't just have a cool drink drink of water for 50, 60 years and then die and go to hell. Let's get them to heaven where they'll never thirst again. We need to get after the God things and leave the good things alone. Okay? And so with your limited resources and your limited time, okay, you need to come before the the all-knowing God and seek Him with all your heart and He will then direct our path. And you may end up putting a well in Africa. You may end up supporting your local vegan. <laughs> you may you may end up partnering with something that the in the military is doing. And and you know, but you you need the Lord to breathe life into this, okay? And so there there is it says those there are none who does good that that doesn't know God. And I know we live in a world, boy, that's just about blasphemous in this world because it looks like all these celebrities are doing all this good all the time, right? You know, because they've got all the money and they've got all the influence and it just feels like they're always doing good. Man, we hadn't reached good until we've we've spoke boldly the name of Jesus Christ. You hadn't done good yet. I, I mean, you just haven't. Because we're here for a short time, but we're in eternity forever. So how good could it be if it doesn't have to do with the way, the truth, and the life? Right? How good could it really be? You know, that's great. You set up a homeless shelter. And I'm not saying we dare be judgmental about these things. It's, it's nice and God uses these things and it can be a blessing to people for sure. But you see how small the blessing is if I could give someone a warm meal as opposed to where I could give someone a warm meal and the love of Jesus Christ and tell them about his, his plan for their life and redemption and how he can heal their minds and set them back on a solid solid ground and get their, you know, get the, you know, get their life on the right path. You know, and so anyways, the point of it is certainly not to judge people that are trying to do good charitable things. But that for us, that we wouldn't get caught up in trying to do to be people that are just do gooders. Okay, that's not our purpose here. Our purpose here is to seek after God and do what he tells us to do. And in doing that, we're going to do things that are far better than anything we can do of our own imagination. Okay, and so moving into Psalm 54. Um, you know, he says, Strangers have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. They do not set God before themselves. You know, that is just a wonderful statement. Um, meaning, the, almost the, the definition of evil is really people who do not prioritize God over themselves. And that's a that's kind of a dangerous definition definition of evil cuz that might step on our own toes cuz sometimes don't we put our desires over God's desires? He says they haven't set God in his rightful place over themselves. Therefore, they're doing things that are against God's will. The only way to know God's will and God's plan in God's heart is when you decide that God is greater than you. You have to set him and keep him in that place. And then you'll start to know his plan. And then you'll start to know his will. Okay, we have to we have to do that. And then he goes on and says, with a free will offering I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good for he has delivered me from every trouble and my eye has looked in triumph on my enemies. You know, he had felt betrayed and he was actually betrayed. He was hiding among among a people group from King Saul and they betrayed him at this time and told Saul his whereabouts. And so he felt very betrayed by them because they were a people who had not set God before themselves. And so they sold out. And they, and they told uh, Saul where he was hiding. And yet, so he is betrayed. But he has the faith to know that this won't be his end. Because he looks back on all the times where God had delivered him previously. And you've got to remember when we're reading of these Psalms from David. This is the giant slayer. This is the shepherd boy who whooped up on the lion and the bear. This is uh, the mighty man of valor that fought for Israel. This is the man whom they sung. Saul has killed his thousands, but David his ten thousands. Okay, he had seen victory. And when you have seen victory, even when you're going through it, you need to look back on the victory that God has given you in the past. And trust and know that I will look in triumph on my enemies because he has delivered me from every trouble before. Right? And then now in Psalm 55, it goes on to say, um, this is kind of split into two parts. And he goes from verse 1 all the way up until verse 15. And he basically, we would we would believe that he's been betrayed again but this is by someone very close to him he he says in verse 12 for it is not an enemy who taunts me then i could bear it it is not an adversary who deals insolent with me then i could hide from him but it is you a man my equal my companion my familiar friend we used to take sweet counsel together within god's house we walked in the throng and so we don't we don't know who this person is some people believe it would be like you know maybe his son Absalom who did who did betray him others others believe it might be Jonathan now we don't we don't have anywhere where we don't have we don't have a reference of this actually in David's life that he was betrayed um but so we we don't know who this person is but it, but it's a powerful psalm um, where he has felt so betrayed by someone close to him yet he says i call to god and the lord will save me you know and this is david who wrote in another psalm even if my mother and father betray me i know the lord will hold me close and so no matter the lord uh, um david never held on tighter to anyone than the lord and that's powerful because People are imperfect. And even if they don't betray you, they may at times offend you. And they will offend you more often than they should if your hope is more in them than it is in God. And so we want to hold on tight to God. So he says, I call to God and the Lord will save me evening and morning and at noon. I utter my complaint and moan and he hears my voice. He redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage. And so, you know, he just goes on in verse 22. He says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. And so he's just in the midst of where he was. He says, you know, I know God's going to redeem me from this. Um, even though the people that are closest to me have forsaken me, I still believe God for this. You know, one thing that stuck out to me as I was reading this psalm today, and i never actually thought about it before in David's life, but I've thought about it a lot in Paul's life. The suffering that Paul went through produced an eternal glory that I don't know how it would have been produced otherwise. Okay, What I mean is that Paul had to go through some really treacherous stuff and uh, a lot of it ended up producing in him uh imprisonment and beatings and very a lot of near death and death even experiences yet when we when we look at the New Testament as a whole 27 books we know that 13 of them were penned by Paul's hand well how many of those would have ever been written had he not suffered in the way that he did. I'll tell you, not very many of them, if any of them. Because so many of his letters, or so many of those books are letters. Okay? They're they're called epistles. And they were written out to people. And many times, they were, and maybe all the time, but we know that many times, they were written from a jail cell. Now, he would have preferred that he would have gone to visit them face to face. But because he couldn't, he wrote a letter. Now, At the time, he probably thought that was a disadvantage, but I'm here to tell you 2,000 years later, I'm pretty thankful that he didn't get to visit them face to face because that's why I've got a letter to read, and those letters bless us. Well, I just thought about it today with David, that if David wouldn't have gone through the things that he went through, he would have never written these Psalms that bless our hearts and speak to the depths of our despair in the way that it does so i just wanted to point that out today as we exit that you just don't know what god's going to use your suffering for okay you just don't know his greater plan and so you just got to trust him in the midst of anything and everything and look to see how god might want to use it for good